Hey everybody, Dave Hodges here, host of the Common Sense Show, and you can hear my voice a little bit under the weather, but look, evil doesn't take a day off, and neither can we, so here we are, and we have some important topics to discuss with our guest. I call him a survivalist expert, but really, um, he's much more than that, and uh, we're going to break down some geopolitical issues, and including a major event last uh, night, or yesterday, I should say, and the event we believe, Bob believes, is being covered up, and I think he's probably right. But before we go there and explore this important topic, we first of all need to let you know that the noose is tightening around the food supply line. I just uh, spent some time with a fairly prominent farmer, and he was telling me very clearly, everything you're saying is correct, from the fertilizer to the price of diesel to everything else. And not to mention the hundred, what is it, 108 food processing plants have been destroyed since Obama, excuse me, Obama too, Biden has come into office. Absolutely true. And folks, if you want to be a coincidence theorist, that's up to you. But I see this as a clear move that he is a servant of Klaus Schwab in the World Economic Forum. And your only reaction can be to put your family first. And what you need to be doing is going out and, um, how do I say this? becoming your own vendor so go to foodwithdave.com that's foodwithdave.com 15 boy you can tell i'm under the weather 25 year shelf life you also also will get 2,000 calories per day and uh it's high in calories which is what you want because you're eating to survive and your time to get this is limited so i would go to foodwithdave.com additionally you can see mike lindell's back in the news dominions after him despite the fact that in georgia uh, they found major errors in the Dominion voting machines that favored Biden that is now out there in the news. And, uh, well, what can I say? Mike Lindell is in the gap standing up for you and me. And, and as I said before, his people approached us a couple of months ago and said, would you like to sell our products? Can we send you samples? And I said, Man, my wife has already got all your samples. We went out and bought a murder because we love the products. They're great products, whether the bed sheets, the mattresses, the separators, the, you know, the everything. Everything that they do is first rate. And they're offering everything right now to you, two for one. Half price. All you got to do is go to mystore.com, put in Hodges, mystore.com, put in Hodges. And then finally, finally, ladies and gentlemen, this is really important. We talk a lot about grid down. You know, if the grid goes down for very long, what are you going to do for water? You better have water filtration. And my suggestion is you better have a, a device for each member of your family because of the volume that will be needed. So what do you do? Well, you go out and you get the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. The research about how effective it is is at waterwithdave.com. You can say, oh, my gosh, these guys are really good. And look at the research. It's all right there in black and white. And they, as in terms of My Patriot Supply and the food, they haven't raised their prices. They still have a sale in effect. I don't know how they're doing it, but they are. But, again, product availability is in jeopardy because of the supply chain. And if we head into war, well, bets are off. And food and water will be your two biggest threats in a war. So I'm really hopeful you'll take advantage of this while you can. Waterwithdave.com. That's waterwithdave.com. But we've got Bob Griswold with Dave. And, Bob, welcome to the show. And we talked yesterday when I could barely get ten words out um, about what happened in South Korea. And I just wanted to give you an opportunity to kind of re-describe what happened uh, the possible media complicit cover-up and the military cover-up 
and what the significance is. Let, let me work myself into that just for a second, Dave. Uh, you, you talk about you know the, the food supply. Um, keep in mind, the enemies right now in the, in the globalist mind are nitrogen and ammonia, absolutely critical elements for fertilizer. They have waged war on those. In fact, we would liken it, since it's so much in the topic today, World War III nuclear war, they have waged nuclear war on the elements to create fertilizer. Now, um, I'm a gardener, and now I do all organic fertilizer, but you know most people can't do that. I compost to make more fertilizer. But you take fertilizer away, and you reduce crops 50 75%. It's going to happen. Um, absolutely. And on the other hand, what the other monkey in the wrench is the fact that Dave, I'm going to ask you a question. Who's buying up all of our farmland and leaving it fallow? Well, there are friends from the east under uh, Xi Jinping. And Bill Cl- Bill uh, Gates. Oh yeah, well, Bill Gates too. Yeah, I mean, take your pick. Yeah, yeah, they're they're working for the they're working for the same entities. Don't you agree? Yeah, we're going to leave it fallow, so we're not going to grow yeah. anything. There you go. Um, and, and you know, it, it's just like we used to make all of the food for the world. We we did. We exported ma- massive amounts of food. Today, just like you remember, I remember growing up, RCA and all these, they had, they had t- made TV factories in the United States that made TVs, that made radios. They actually were made in the United States at one time, believe it or not. And all of a sudden, we started exporting that and would buy it back. You know, Dave, this is what we see happening right now. You know, what used to be the electronics capital of the world, then it went to Japan, what used to be the food capital of the world, now it's gone outside the United States, the, the land that we do have, just like, just like, wow, a pipeline that we had, we close it down. And we have to go everywhere else to scramble for oil, and what happened to the price of oil? It just skyrocketed. In fact, they're saying it, it could probably go over $100 a barrel here soon, because you notice, you know, that miracle that Joe Biden created, um, you know, where he lowered the gas prices, even though he wasn't responsible for having them go up, but he's responsible for them coming down, where they're going back up dramatically now. Um, and, and so, you know, we see the same thing happening. You know, they shut down the oil, and gas prices soared. They've shut down agriculture on a multifaceted, multi-tiered level. And, Dave, this isn't rocket science. I mean, this is like, you know, 101. What's going to happen? We see what's happening. Food prices are soaring. Uh, all at the same time, they're telling us to eat bugs, you know, cricket food, cricket flour. And so um, anybody who, who doesn't take this serious, I, I know we've mentioned this. I, I know the Mountain House Food Portal for dealers has been shut down a, a year. Dealers cannot order it. It's shut down. You can't get it. August and Farms is still shut down for dealers. You can't get it. Shut down. Um and shortages developing. Well, who are they doing, Bob? Who are they doing business with? Well, I know one of them is doing business with the, uh, the, the you know, the people who make fun of us for storing food. Those crazies over there, you know, the right wing. We got to be white supremacists if we store food. I'm sure, even for my black friends that do it, they got to be white supremacists. But you know, the, the, they're making fun of us. At the same time, they're using our tax dollars to buy bunkers to buy food, water, you know, all that's in those bunkers that they've used our tax dollars to build. Uh, uh, you know, so uh, maybe they don't want competition. I mean, you know, that's kind of like the drug market. That's why they make drugs illegal, I think, is because they don't want competition. Um, you, you know, you know, the opium in Afghanistan and all that, you, you know, they just don't want competition. So perhaps that's what it is. They, and, and, of course, they want us dependent on them 
that that's the purpose of digital currency, the Great Reset, all that. Dave, you know, I, was, I, I know we're going to get into this topic I want to talk about, but do you think about? It, I heard Glenn Beck mention this the other night with digital currency, which is where it's going. Great Reset, you know, time of mankind utopia. Everybody's going to be sitting around the campfire singing Kumbaya, you know, that time. Um, with a digital currency, Dave, uh, you say you get five hundred digital dollars a month, okay? Dave, you have to spend that money this month, or it's no good anymore. It has an expiration date on it. Can you ever, ever generate wealth that way? No, no, and you know no, they'll you take can't. away. They'll it, take, it's they'll insidious, take away Dave. Well. It's insidious. This is what's going on. And again, this is why we prepare now because this digital currency, which they're rushing headlong into, the wars, all these wars, Libya, all, all this have been fought over money. I mean, Russia wanted to go back to gold standard and all this, and then all of a sudden all this happened. And, you know, the, the Ukraine thing's been going on since 2014. We've been funding, you know, uh, attacks on that region that Russia's annexed for, for since 2014. Um, but, you know, so we just see this multifaceted attack on, on not only, you know, the, the energy industry, which – if you don't have energy, you can't do a lot because we're an energy-dependent society. Um, your car's gone. Electricity's going. We see the price of electricity going up, heating, oil soaring. So th then we move over to the food market, um, and, and then we move to the water market. I know what's going on in Lake Powell right now. And, you know, it, it just it really does start to portend to a very, very bleak future for those who don't want to pay attention to it and prepare. Um, I know Bill Bill Gates will still enjoy his gourmet hamburgers. He loves them. He's I say you know, but you know you're going to have your cricket burger, um, and, and so uh, prepare now. I, that, that's what I have to say. And and we can take that over to the fact that when you when you look at that in the food realm or the energy realm, let's look at it at the war realm. Each of these things with the energy realm, the food realm, and all the other the education realm, news realm, whatever you want, they're multifaceted. Okay, it's just not one element we're fight, facing. It's a hydra, you know. Um, and so, if you don't understand that, that it's not one piece of puzzle. You, you, if, you, if I threw a puzzle out on top of my desk here and said, you know, look at all these different pieces, and not understand that they all go together in a, in a manner, and then when I put them together, it's going to paint a picture. We're, we're, we're lost. I mean, there's ways you put puzzles together to do it efficiently, and there's ways you put intelligence together to, to come out with an efficient picture of what's going on. So when you mentioned this um, this South Korean uh, explosion, they said it was a missile that went up and came down and blew up, or it, it just blew up. Um, but let's put that in the light of a lot of things. You know, that, that a couple of days before, North Korea launched a missile. You know, our allies, North Korea, the, you know, those people. Yeah, Kamala Harris identified yeah. as an ally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. buddies. Um, talk about singing Kumbaya. We, that's what we do, sit around the campfire with the North Koreans and sing Kumbaya. But they launched a, a highly provocative rocket launch over – it went over territory, uh, Japanese territory in so much that the Japanese you know, put people in shelters and bunkers. So that – then you have this explosion in South Korea. Now, it could have been a rocket that blew up, but – most people stop there. Oh, it was just a rocket that blew up. How do we know it wasn't sabotage? And you know, I can promise you, the, the people looking at this right now are trying to figure out well, why that rocket blew up. And do you think, Dave, for one second they've thrown sabotage off the table? No. No, they haven't. Of course they haven't. Now you, they they might Georgia Guidestone it, and you know what I mean by that, right? Yeah. The crime scene. Let's just destroy it. Um, which 
Joe Biden is going to send somebody over to the Nord Stream, uh, uh, the Nordstrom. We got to get it right, according to the press secretary. We got the Nordstrom uh, a pipeline, and they're going to get down there and figure out what happened. Uh, maybe call it sterilizing a crime scene. Georgia Guidestone sterilizing a crime scene, and you know with this missile sterilizing a crime scene, possibly. So that nobody ever really knows what happened. Right now, we see them in the process of sterilizing the crime scene of COVID. They're, they're removing all kinds of information that they had up during the height of COVID of what they were forcing you to do. That's mysteriously being filtered away, taken off the Internet. You know, it's not here. Look over there. And so the, the, the thing we need to do is to accurately understand all this. And right now, I, I mean – I, I I mentioned this I think on the TV program last time we did it. I was in 1962. I was seven years old. I remember my family with my father. He was going to go down, and I think he was, he was a skipper of a destroyer. Called, I think it was called the USS Sandoval. Um, and he was going down to Cuba during the Cuban Missile Crisis. And I remember the sobriety of everyone. The under the we were doing under the table drills everybody took this seriously because everybody understood the the gravity of what nuclear release meant it, it meant the end of modern civilization no more mcdonald's no more you know back then it, cell phones didn't exist but today if it happened no more cell phones no more modern no more internet all that goes away and then you basically you know have a really a 18th 19th century existence um that was 1962, where people took that so seriously. Today, Dave, on a scale of 1 to 10, how would you rate how cavalier they're talking about this nuclear weapons release? They're encouraging it. They're not hiding uh, yeah, it at it's, all. They're very cavalier about it, almost like they expect it. Like, well, you know nuclear weapons are going to be released, and if we do – and here, here's the thing where insane minds talk, okay? Okay. Dave – if you come over to my house and punch me, I'm going to go down and burn your house down. I'm going to burn your house down that's at 123 Main Street. I'm going to burn it down. Well, I've just alerted you to my response. That's insane. No tacticianer would ever do that. Yet, what have we done? If he releases a nuclear weapon, I saw General Petraeus say, we're going to go and destroy his North Fleet. So what does what does that make the Russians do with their North Fleet? Well, if they release a nuclear weapon, they're going to use that North Fleet in any way possible before it's destroyed. It's use them or lose them. They know they're going to lose it, so they're going to use it. That is, I mean, you know, I've never been to a military academy. I've read a lot of military academy stuff. I've read a lot of military thought. That is insane to make that comment. It's the same level of insanity which the White House had to step back from when Joe Biden said, you know, if China invaded. Bob, I, I want to go back to the incident in, in uh, South Korea. I, I do agree with you. I, I think the possibility for sabotage is probably number one. And, and they noticed, too, they spent four hours before they even concocted a response. Yeah, it's Dave. Th these people. I mean, uh, again, this is why I, I even pray for our leaders here. I pray that somehow, through all the demonic deception and, and madness, that somehow a level head would prevail. Because if this thing happens, nothing will ever be the same for generations. 
um, they're in such the cavalier manner in which they're talking about nuclear war absolutely is dreadful and frightening. Um, and then to signal what my response would be is on a tactician's level so just out of the norm no general would ever say this is what we're going to do we, we just wouldn't say that because it would it would okay, be provocatory so, for Bob why are use. they doing it then why are they telegraphing their intentions well, I, Dave, I, I, I don't know if there's one straight answer but one insanity I mean insanity for one thing um, being provocatory but you know this is hubris I, I would say it all boils down to hubris pride they think they have the situation under control, and they don't. I mean, you cannot control the situation. Plus, you know, we in the United States, it's Russia, 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 Russia. But we have, we fail to understand that there's power blocks developing. Where's China involved in on this? Where's Venezuela? Have has the Russians or Chinese, which I think there's a good possibility the Russians have been reintroduced nuclear weapons into Cuba. That's my personal opinion. Nothing to go on with that. But we also know, do you remember the story we did about, well, I don't know, a year or so ago of the shipping containers that China has retrofitted with ballistic missiles? Yeah, I do. Short-range ballistic missiles? Yep. And they've been, we don't know where they've been located or relocated. So we, we think the attack could come, you know, maybe Russia, I mean, Russia, Ukraine, or whatever. But once this thing starts escalating, nobody knows where it stops. And do we really have grasp, do our leaders have grasp of all the elements that would be at play? That's my concern. Cuba, Venezuela, um, obviously the internal, I mean, internal um, people, people then put internally into the United States to create uh, sabotage. They've been trained in sabotage. We know, according to the, the Biden White House, that 85 people on the terror watch list have been stopped at the border. So if 80, you know, if we just say let's use drugs or, or people as an example, you know, the the, the the rate of stopping people is very a very small percent. So if, if that applies to the people coming across the border that are on the terror watch list or terrorists themselves, we've stopped very little, few of them. So that means there's a lot of them here. And, and do, have we taken that into consideration? Have we taken into consideration the Democrat Party with a lot of their you know, brown shirt uh, groups, Antifa and BLM, would, would actually probably side with the enemy and start going and tearing down substations, you know, radio stations, radio towers, all the elements of infrastructure? Has anybody really taken this into consideration? And they haven't. In fact, there was a, an article on um, uncanceled news, and they're calling it um, poly crisis. Let me get, let me get the article what here. What is that? A poly crisis. It was a new term I hadn't heard of. Okay, uh, poly crisis. Let me get. It. What it is? It's it's multiple crises that you face at one time. Um, you, sort of like what is going on in in uh, Florida right now in Santa Barbara and those places. You know, it's a poly crisis. They don't have any electricity. There's no sewer. There's no food. There's no roads, so it, 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 you can't just fix one thing. There's so many different crises that need to be managed. There's somebody has to take control of the roads and fix the roads. Somebody has to do the electrical infrastructure. Somebody's got to fix radio communication. The houses are obviously in disrepair. There, there's no supplies there. 
And so you have this multiple crisis that you're trying to manage. And when you when you look at the, the situation of this world today, um, you know, the, the, the point he made, gosh, where is that article, Polycrum? Um, um, the, they're not by accident. And the point he makes about it is that if you add the sum total of the crises, okay, yeah, here it is. Uh, if you add the sum total of the crises, they're greater than the individual elements of each crisis. And, and I would say that's true in Florida. You know, if you just had a road out, that's one thing. If you had a power out, it's one thing. But when you add all those together, the sum total of damage is greater than the individual elements of that of each individual component. And so what what we're facing in the United States is just that. So we have this poly crisis, okay? That's the term this person uses on canceled news. The food crisis, the energy crisis, the inflation crisis, the Russian crisis. Now we have the pipeline crisis. And when you add all those crises together, Dave, I just ask you, what's the chance when somebody's under that kind of strain, that kind of stress, managing that kind of thing? First of all, is it deliberate? The, the, this article in Unchain, uh, Uncanceled News says it's absolutely deliberate. All these are deliberate elements to bring about the Great Reset, i.e., the Great Tribulation. Well, let, let's um, stop. Let's stop there for a second, Bob, because a lot of people say that, but they don't stop and explain it in layman's terms. And layman's terms means this that they said it's intentional. Okay, Laura Ingram on her show the other night said, this is all intentional. I've been saying it for over a year. It's intentional. What's intentional? To destroy... Bob, hold on a second. Hold on a second. It's to destroy everything. Culture, education, medicine, infrastructure, peace, justice, everything turned upside down. And for what purpose? So you can build it back better in your communist image. That's what's going on. Absolutely. And, you know, um, if you have to eliminate, what uh, what was it, Bill Ayers, if we have to eliminate 25 million people, big deal. I mean, they they say these things. And, again, if we look at them as individual components of these people just making, you know, reckless statements, that's one thing. But when you look at it as a puzzle and you put it together, there's a plan behind all this. A very devilish plan, and and that is not only the destruction of everybody who disagrees with them. Remember uh, the new up and coming senator we have to kill and uh, con- uh, contain, you know, yeah. Republicans. Oh uh, yeah, Tim um, Scott. You know, we become the domestic de- domestic right? enemies. Yeah. Let me ask you a question: What's the difference how Joe Biden looks at us and how the Soviets look at us? Nothing. The Soviets look at us like enemies. Joe Biden looks at me like an enemy, like an enemy combatant. Like, I need to be imprisoned or killed or something. He said it. I mean, I didn't make it. He said it, not me. You know, I'm just a family man. I, I don't, I'm, I'm not into violence at all. If you know me, I'm, I want to follow the dictates of Jesus Christ and people that have followed him, people that have represented what he represents, peace. The, 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 the 12 apostles, they didn't fight. They, didn't, they, they just preached the gospel. Um, but I'm, I'm, a, I'm an enemy on the level. In Joe Biden's administration, I'm an enemy on the level of what the Soviets look at me like or maybe the Chinese look at me like. I mean, and you're right. Everything, your justice system has been destroyed. That's why you can hold people who trespassed in prison into the most inhumane conditions for, what, a year and a half now in prison, denying them the basic rights of humanity, 
where you can then, on the other hand, you can take a man who's obviously uh, been – he's gone to the Joe Biden school of killing uh, Republicans um, – where he can go and run over an 18-year-old man, kill him, and he gets out on a $50,000 bond, which means he probably had to put up five grand to get out. Yeah. I mean, it, it, that justice system is is warped. You know, I, I don't know if Donald Trump committed any crimes or not. I don't know. Um, he might have. He might not have. I, I I hope he didn't. But even if he did. I look at Hillary. Did she commit crimes? Did Hunter Biden commit crimes? I mean, did Barack Obama commit crimes? Of course they did. So the justice system is not equitable. It's not even. You know, you look at your education. And this is this is one thing, Dave, that, that COVID and the education system right now is teaching us. The majority of Americans, I don't know if they were deceived. I don't think they were. I don't think there was mass psychosis. I think the majority of Americans did not want to go along with COVID. But in order to appear normal... They goose-stepped to the music. They took the vaccine. They did whatever the government told them so that they could be looked at as normal. They did not want to pay a price. Today, I think most Americans know that you cannot take a boy and cut off his manhood and turn it into a girl. It just There's no science in the world that does that. And yet most Americans, including pastors of churches that know better, that should be teaching their flock, you can't do this, they are silent to go along. That's the recipe for catastrophe, Dave, because when you can die, deny the most basic elements of biology, you know, chromosomes, you, genes, X, Y, and XX, you can deny math. You can deny all of science. Yeah. yeah it's, you can become flat earth. You can, I mean, whatever you want to be. And well, how, let's talk about Dave, the science for a second, Bob, because... But, but, I, I may, want to ask the question. How do you maintain a modern society where no, there is no such thing as truth? No such thing as empirical truth, two plus two equals No, there four. is truth. There's truth to the side of the left. And what yeah. I was trying to say here was the fact that you've got Google conspiring with climate change scientists now in the U.N. saying that we own the science. That's a quote. We own the science. There will be no yeah. discussion, no debate, yeah, sure no contrary too. research at all. That's where we're at. Yeah, the Catholic Church owned it, remember? Galileo had to deny his heliocentric view of the solar system under the threat of death. You, you remember all the science that when the Catholic Church maintained the, the uh, stranglehold on science that you could not question their orthodoxy, and Galileo tried when he came out with his heliocentric, meaning the sun's in the center and the earth, planets rotate around it. Um, they threatened him under death. And, and over and over again, you know, when, whenever you see a group like that, and I'm not picking on the Catholic Church because they have no, you know, they, they're not exclusive to this. There's been groups throughout history that have tried to maintain we're, we're science and anything else is not not true. Um, it, 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 disaster comes. Civilization goes into decline. I mean, you, you can't design a bit bridge anymore because there's no such thing as absolute truth. You can't have an I-beam a certain width, certain depth, certain thickness that will bear a certain amount of weight because I, I don't feel like it anymore. So you, you can't design, you can't maintain, and civilization collapses. And, and that's exactly what we're seeing right now, going back to the Great Reset, what you said, that that's the purpose of all this. It is to absolutely destroy us in every way we can be destroyed, and that's what this article on Cancel News also says. What's the most this quote? What's the most uh, perhaps the most infuriating uh, thing about our current situation is that it's not accidental. Um, it's the result of 
app is not the result of ineptitude. It is absolutely the result of people planning the destruction of the United States of America. And, and when you understand that, and we're far down that road, they're destroying your food supply, so don't buy any food. You can starve. I mean, that's where you're at. I mean, it's the time to not pull the time to pull punches is over with. Don't store food. You starve. You watch your children starve. Don't drink. Don't don't be able to drink water, and you'll get some type of disease, and the the you'll be sitting on the porcelain throne until you die because you can die from that. Um, you know, don't have the ability to communicate. I, I just look at the people down in, in, in Santa Bell Island right now. One ham radio operator could be sending out information to other ham radio operators that are off the island. Uh, the Smith family, they're okay, all five of them, James, you know, Joe, Billy, whatever. Uh, there is, here's the, uh, the Alex family. You know, that kind of information is critical. So, you know, I don't need that. I've got my cell phone. Cell phone towers are all blown down. I mean, you know, you, you know, it's just what what it is. So this is, I know what's happening. You know what's happening, and a lot of the people listening that know what's happening. But do they? Do we really understand the gravity of what's happening? You know, you know, during the Salt One and Two treaties, Dave, what they did basically during Salt is not only limit the amount of nuclear weapons, but they de-escalated the posture of readiness. You know, the B-52s no longer had the bombs on board flying in the air ready to take off towards Moscow. The B-52s were grounded. The bombs were taken off. During the, 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 the uh, um, S, uh, ICBMs, they were taken and lowered in a state of readiness. So you couldn't just launch them, and 15 minutes later, the end of the world happened. So they de-escalated that, which I think was a very smart move, de-escalate the posture of readiness. And and that probably saved, you know, the world from nuclear annihilation during the Reagan years and things because there were a couple times when we had some really bad false flags that happened. It looked like the Soviets had launched or we'd launched on the Soviets, and it could have gotten very bad real quick. But today, we're doing just the opposite. We're taking that and, and taking that lower state of readiness, and we're escalating it so that when you Ford project these weapons, like Russia has done, they've put the Belgorod submarine, which has those tsunami bombs on it, somewhere between two and 100 megatons. 100 megaton bombs sitting off the continental shelf would create a tsunami 1,600 feet tall. Um, that's there. That's been deployed. In fact, the Defense Department says we've lost it. We can't even find it. So it's floating out there somewhere off our Atlantic coast right now. And, you know, Glenn Beck pointed out that with all the problems that USS Gerald Ford has had, they, they, they made it battle-ready because they, uh, they put it battle-ready and, and deployed it. <laughs> and they've also uh, asked for more security going around the liquefied natural gas ships that go across the Atlantic. Dave, I, didn't, I was listening to a book called The, uh, the Afghan, and uh, they, they made some, a point in the book that one of those ships carrying that L- LNG, if, they, if detonated, would equal 40 Hiroshima bombs. I didn't believe that, so I looked it up, and lo and behold, it's true. One of those LNG ships detonated would equal 40 Hiroshima bombs. You can Google it yourself and find out. Um, So now all of a sudden they're asking for more security around those ships. We cut a pipeline to ask for more security around those ships, gas ships. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm making something out of nothing, but... And we can't find the Belgorod submarine. Russia has put forward 
into four operating bases, uh, strategic nuclear bombers, supersonic strategic nuclear bombers. They've moved them forward. So all that de-escalation we've tried to do over decades of de-escalating the nuclear force so that it's not combat ready, which gives level heads more of a chance to think, we're going the opposite way now. And, and that well, literally the entire planet daylight set of everybody. The entire planet's being destabilized. It's it's you look at South yes. Africa, they just put a ruling party in charge that's overtly racist against white people and they have promised violence against white people. And this is happening everywhere. And see, well, you and I what, know somebody who lives down in Bob, South just Africa. A second. Okay. The the World Economic Forum has talked about the healthy aspects of this divisiveness in countries. In other words, they want countries to be torn down, and we keep saying the same thing, but people aren't getting it. Hello, America. Listen, listen. What they're doing is intentional, and Biden is their, I can't say the word I want to say, let's just say he's their servant. Yeah. This is well, World hey, Economic this is... Forum crap. Yeah. Well, we we know, uh, I think you know him. Um, he, he used to come to Steve Quayle's conferences, that gentleman from South Africa. Um, I, I know him because he got his ham radio license, and, you know, we can communicate. But um, but anyhow, he, he's saying, you know, the, the, the escalation of racism is, is that unbelievable. He has two beautiful children. He's afraid to let them go anywhere. Um, and then we have the cackling... Uh, well, I won't say it. Um, the cackling lady who, who knows how to get on her knees, um, you know, sitting there going, well, hurricane relief is going to be based on race. I mean, these people came to office promising, you know, we're going we're gonna to unify. The, the, those, those statements, when you make those kind of statements, it's like they do everything. It's, like, it, it, it's pouring gas on a fire. And and they know they're doing it. They're they're trying to break down every you know relationship between anybody. This is why I've made this commitment to. Um, and I, a bad guy's a bad guy, but you know I'm not going to judge people on their race. I'm not going to judge people on their ethnicity at all. I'm not going to do it because that's what they want me to do. Jesus Christ told me to love my fellow brethren. That is what I'm going to do. And in spite of all of their efforts to make me hate people who don't look like me, we really have to take the stand to say I'm not going to do that. Now, a bad guy's a bad guy. I don't care what color you are. You come up and hurt my family, I'm going to shoot you. Um, that's just, I don't, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't matter if you're white or whatever. I don't care. I'm going to shoot you if you come hurt my family. Um, but everything is being done to break the society down and going back to the original thing, Dave, the puzzle. And I use this analogy a lot because in the intelligence world, that's how it works. Um, I, I just look at every aspect of society today. It's all being broken down. They want this great reset where they take everything away from you. Somebody will own it. You won't. So you've worked all your life. You know, you buy, you get your digital dollars, and then they tell you you can't buy this with it. You've bought too much of that. The gun's out of the question. Um, and if you don't use it by the end of the month, you lose it. So you can never create generational wealth. You know, I can't save, you know, $50,000 and give it to my children. And, you know, I can't do that anymore because at death, those digital dollars go away. 
that's where all this is going. And, and again, this is the importance, the, the grave importance of this election. And I agree with uh, Steve Bannon that this is the most important midterm election in the history of the United States. The Republican Party is anything but good, but they're less bad. So we have to make this decision. Super wicked or wicked, you know, um, and this is the choice we have to, to try to at least put a couple fingers in the leaking dam to try to stop some of this flood of just absolute demonic insanity and demonic wickedness. You know, and then on the other hand, you know, if everybody in this United States did what we're recommending people to do to prepare, first of all, there probably wouldn't be enough food, but if they did, everybody had a year's worth of food, everybody had radio communication, everybody had a water filtration system, they couldn't threaten us with it. And the more people that prepare, the less they can threaten you. Uh, they, I mean, they couldn't threaten Donald Trump with money because he had tons of money. And and so, you know, this is why we do what we do. And if you don't do it, then they can threaten you. They can coerce you. They can corral you into the factory to make you do what they want because they'll serve you some, you know, gruel in their factory. But you've got to comply. Um, you know, Dave, I see this technology of, of, you know, the implant just blossoming right now where there's nations all over the world that are doing this implant, microchip implant, and where you can just buy anything, and it's being promoted. You know, uh, November is going to be a very critical time because if, 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 they, if they cheat their way and win – I think that there will be no other. That that will be. Well, they'll the end consolidate of it. power. That's what's going to. Yeah, be absolutely. Happen. It'll be the end of it. There'll be roundups. People will be rounded up. Guns will be gone. Uh, it just it'll all be there. The brown shirts, all of it, will come out. And here's the other point: if for some reason the Republicans do win the House and the Senate, they're going to do the same thing. The brown shirts and the Antifa will come back out. The 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 people blocking the highways will come back out. They'll come back out and they'll start terrorizing people. This is the point we're at in this country. So either way, you you need to get ready for a win or a loss because they 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 are already planning the response to it. What's going to happen? I, I I promise you, in the in the dark chambers of their their meetings, they are planning what do we do when we lose, and it, it's going to be violent. It's going to be personal attacks. It's going to be anything they can do, infrastructure attacks, um, and they're going to make Americans probably so weary of uh, you know the the trauma, like they did during COVID, uh, so weary of the trauma that I think a lot of Americans, unless they had a spiritual renewal, are going to say, "I'm over it. I'll do whatever you want. What line do you want me to stand in? You know, okay, take a mark well, on my as hand." As you said, no we problem. did that during COVID, so I think yeah, that's exactly right. what we did. Yeah. So, um, and, you know, they're trying to deny it, but it's it's like the woman who was videotaped doing something inappropriate, and then somebody's got it on videotape, and, you know, I didn't do that. Well, here's the video. Well, yeah, you did. Um, they're trying to deny it and, and gaslight everybody, but they did do it. They, they, they murdered people. Uh, Como murdered people. Uh, they, they dehoused people. You couldn't afford your mortgage. They, they kick people out of their jobs. They kick children out of school. Drug use, suicide, violence all skyrocketed. Now they're, they're saying it would never happen. It's just like Joe Biden saying, you know, that 8.2% inflation rate, what's well, only a little bit each month. <laughs> I couldn't believe he said that. 
you know, you only get burnt a little bit each month. You know, we burnt only one finger this month. Well, yeah, burn your finger and see how bad that hurts. Then next month, we'll just burn another finger, and then we'll burn another one. And you know, after five months, we burnt your whole hand, but, you know, you won't notice it because it was a little bit at a time. That's what he said. I mean, it, it, I, I, it, I'm not making that up. That's what he said. Not not that analogy, but that's might as well use that analogy because when you take a month's worth of pay out of somebody's pocketbook for the year, and that's what's happened, the average blue-collar worker in this country – not only works for the government from January to March to pay his taxes, but then they've taken February away in inflation. I mean, uh, April away in inflation. Um, so, you know, get ready, folks. Uh, uh, I, say, get ready. I say get ready, too, but what do you get ready for? Listen, I, I don't know that they can cheat enough to overcome the tsunami. So let me ask you this. What kinds of things could you expect to have happen if the Democrats lose. And I'm going to, again, set set up your answer with this quote. Nancy Pelosi, back in May in a national interview, said, if we lose the midterm election, we won't honor the results because Republicans will destroy democracy. Okay, yeah. so let's well, use that I, as I a backdrop. You, and go ahead and tell me, what kinds of things do you think they're going to well, do? Well, you're going to see absolute unbelievable challenges in court. Stacey Abrams is still denying she lost. She's still, I mean, even though the, you know, the courts ruled, you lost. You lost. Now, when we did it, we're conspiracy period. We threaten democracy. We're the, you know, we say, well, the election didn't look too fair. You know, we're the worst of the worst of the worst. We're Hitler's grandchildren. Um, but when Stacey Abrams does it, not a word. But this is the first thing I would expect is absolute turmoil with everybody challenging the election in court. We didn't, I didn't lose. It was cheated. That's going to absolutely be... A, a blender of just discombobulation. So w- w- come January 6th, I think, Inauguration Day, it, nobody will know who's really going to be inaugurated. That's my prediction right there. And then should they seat a Republican House and Senate, um, I, I think what we saw during Do- Donald Trump's going to come out in spades, and that's going to be, you know, um, Antifa and BLM coming back on the street, That you know, the terror wing of the Democratic Party coming back out on the street burning, terrorizing infrastructure, uh, personal attacks for sure. Um, you know, anybody uh, uh, who talks, you know, in this way, uh, any, uh, all, all the, 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 the multitude now of uh, alternate news agencies, me- media is going to have to really watch security, uh, blowing people up. They're good at blowing people up. We, kn- we know about that. They, they're, they're good bomb makers. Um, uh, and all, all the while, you know, the federal law enforcement's going to probably turn a blind eye to it, just like they've turned a blind eye to, you know, the guy who was run over by a terrorist. But when somebody pushed somebody in an abortion clinic, he's facing 11 years in prison. That's the justice system we, we face. So I, I would say, first of all, legal discombobulation after the election. Everybody's going to challenge everybody. Well, I didn't lose. You, you cheated. That's going to be the, the, the song of the day. Um, Second, if by some means a Republican uh, Congress and Senate is seated, uh, I expect the, uh, the, the the terror wing of the Democratic Party to come out and just absolutely start tearing everything apart. Your your electric grid, your water grid, all of it, just tear it down. And uh, that's what they're good at. Uh, and so that's what I expect. Um, we could easily escalate um, this into a war, which they might want to do in, in between – November and January, they could easily escalate into a nuclear war um, if they lose. 
so that there would be distraction. And collapsing empires always need distractions. You know, Rome, uh, Nero burnt down Rome and blamed it on the Christians. Um, so, th- that, Dave, that would answer your question. That's just for starters. Um, you know, discombobulation in the electoral system, um, and, and should it be seated, you're going to see extreme violence. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with you. And the fact that you have the commander-in-chief being part of the violent uh, promoters and you have the DOJ intact, uh, nothing's going to happen. Remember Merrick Garland in his confirmation yeah. hearing, he was asked, what will you do about the violence of Antifa? And he goes, well, if it's after 5 o'clock, it's legitimate protest. Do you remember that? Yeah. So when they come and, when they come and burn you alive or rape your children or whatever they do, which those, those things have been done. I mean, they've, they've done this. Uh, nothing will be done. You know, Carl Rittenhouse. I mean, what there were perverts and whatever that were attacking him. Um, one of them had a gun. One of he'd been hit over the head with a skateboard, and and who, uh, you know, um, who got prosecuted? Well, Carl Rittenhouse did. Now, fortunately, for the justice system, did work for him. But after what I think it was four million dollars expenditure, um, four million dollars, and and his life was put through hell. So. Um, that that's what I expect, and that's why again, um, this is why I tell people: repent, get your life right with the Lord Jesus Christ. Get in the Bible. That's where you're. That's where you're going to be grounded, Dave. Is in God's Word. Doug Thornton was asking me the other day, outside the Bible, what is the solution? Doug, there is no solution. There's only one size fits all here. If we don't have a spiritual renewal in this country, there is no country. I mean, there is no country left. And so I pray that. God would bring a revival to this nation, and not like the things the Baptists have on a certain day. I'm talking about a true Holy Spirit-type revival where men's hearts are crushed under the weight of the sin they've committed. And that that's the only solution we have. Now, I don't know if that'll happen or not. If it doesn't happen, uh, you know, we're going to go through an, a transition of extreme violence. Uh, you, you can go look at what happened in the Holodomer when, you know, the Ukraine government you know, took all the food away from farmers and put it in the cities. And those it was Stalin. Were, I thought they did that, Bob. Yeah, yeah, it was Stalin. Well, it was done under the, you know, the, the, the implemented government by Stalin through the Ukrainian people, and it was a holodomer. So, um, you know, starvation, it, that's what's coming, and it's not going to be pretty. So um, uh, I would just caution people, uh, get your uh, food, get your water, um, make sure you're right with the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, Dave, what do you think a pair of night vision is worth right now in Sanibel Island where they don't have any electricity at night and you've got looters? I, mean, I, don't think you can, I, I doubt that you can get it. Well, I mean, there might be somebody there with it. I mean, what's it worth if you had it there? And there's, and there's looters. They, they're coming in on boats. And you can see them. And, you know, I mean, you can see them, whether you can move them around doing stuff. What's the what's the worth of radio communication when you can communicate and you can create a, a neighborhood watch program with people that are left there and can communicate with one another? What's that worth? Now, you look at Sanibel Island. That could easily be a lot of the large cities in America if there, if a nuclear war did break out. You could have rubble, just like the rubble in Sanibel Island. So uh, get ready. Uh, that's all I can say is get ready. Um, at all levels, surround yourself with good people. You know, um, if you're not in a church that that understands these things, that just wants to preach the, you know, this is the way we've always done it type stuff, 
I would find a church where they understand that, you know, the nature of what we're facing in this country. And I find a, a prophet like Jeremiah who really will tell you the truth. Um, two, as I said, make sure your heart is right with the Lord. Psalm 91. The condition of Psalm 91 is I hide myself under the shadow of the Almighty. And then the blessing comes. And then three, take the example of Noah and Joseph and stockpile stuff at this time. Um, you know, I, 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 I think agree with you, Bob. I agree a lot with what you're saying here. And I do agree we need to acquiesce to the Lord's will and ask for guidance and Holy Spirit intervention. But, but I also believe God expects us to do our part. And Absolutely. You, That's you why hit, we prepare. You fit That's all a few we, things we, here. Yeah, you have. You hit the night vision, uh, getting uh, communication where you can stay in touch with people. But right now, what can people do 40 days before, less than 40 days before the election? What can we do? Well, uh, again, uh, you know, um, you know, be in the mindset for action, first of all. You know, if you've never read The Art of War by Sang Su, you can download it free online. Read it. Know your enemy. Know what your enemy is capable of. And develop that mindset. The Bible says that the weapons of our warfare and our carnal, we build up, we gird up the loins of our mind. That's an actual passage out of the Bible. We prepare our minds for action, spiritual action, spiritual warfare. Um, these people, what would you do if they come? Run scenarios. I mean, I, you talk to a lot of people who teach this stuff. You're standing in a grocery line. Run the scenario. What if? Start preparing your mind for action. What if? What if? What if? You know, do that. And then, you know, what would you do? What if? You were in Sanibel Island right now. What would you be doing? Run that scenario in your mind. What would you be doing if you're in Sanibel Island right now? What would you be doing? Um, and, and so, I mean, there's the obvious things we've mentioned, the obvious physical preparations we've mentioned. And outside of that, you know, that that would be the majority of what you need to do and then learn how to do it, learn how to use the radio. If you've not been to a shooting course, you know, uh, we have we have Matt Everett teaches a, an active shooter. I mean, Doug Thornton teaches an active shooter course. We have it here next month in November. Uh, the following month after that, in December, we have a course that's going to teach TCCC, uh, Tactical Combat Casualty Care, where you can actually learn how to, to be somebody who can uh, treat more than just boo-boo and band-aid stuff. Steve, uh, former Green Beret, is going to teach it. It's on our website. You can just click the banner at the top. It'll take you to the training courses. Start learning these things. It's late in the game, but it's never too long, never too late to start to learn. You know, uh, I, I, it's, it's always the the encouraging thing. Somebody you know that's way, way, way overweight. I've seen them come into our gym, and it's determined. You know, they're 400 pounds. They're determined, and over the next year and a half, they get down to normal weight. That's encouraging. But they they didn't lose that you know 250 pounds overnight. It was bit by bit by bit, and they got in shape, and they and boy, they changed, and it was like I can't believe you know what's happened to me. Um, when you develop this this mindset, Dave, we're talking about, all of a sudden the confidence level goes up. I can handle that situation. I know what to do, and, and that is that type of person in a crisis situation is invaluable. How can people find out more about these training courses you're talking about with Doug? Well, okay, right on. If you go to readymaderesources.com, there's a little green banner at the top. It says training courses. Click that, and it'll take you to the ones, and you can click it, and it will, you know, you can sign up for it. Um, you know, just like for the medical one, we've bought a couple nice medical uh, dummies, real medical dummies. We have an IV arm that you can actually do an IV on, set up that. We have CPR dummies. 
We have an internal organ dummy that you can see where all the internal organs go, kind of like a puzzle, put it back together again. Um, that, that's the level of training you're going to get. Plus, Steve, I, I, I'm, I am so impressed with that guy. Special Forces medic, SEER trained, you know, S-E-A-R. That's the survive and escape um, trained guy. Um, just a really good guy and we know Doug Thornton the last class he did on the active shooter course we actually had a sheriff's uh, we invited one of the sheriff's uh, SRO guys to come to the class and he was here and they loved it you know uh, we use airsoft so there's no nobody's going to get shot I mean other than an airsoft little pellet so you're using airsoft but you're getting really good training these airsoft guns look like rear glocks um, so you're getting really good training um, and doing things, and you know that's the beginning. We also have Matt Everett from Brush Peter come and teach radio, um, and, and teaches other courses. So that's the start. I know they can get their food and water from you. We have night vision, uh, radio communication, all kinds of homesteading stuff. Plus, I'll talk with people, um, and you know just do what you need to do. Get ready because I, I look at all these things, Dave. Um, they are not by chance. This has happened. This is deliberate. You know, it's it's deliberate, and so you can ignore it at your own peril, your family's peril. Um, but you know that just I, I can't say any more. I, I just think the warning's out there. People want to talk to you; they know how to get in touch with you, Dave. And I would strongly suggest yeah, that I do would, so. I would, yeah. Let me just say this too: you you glossed over something. I think out of uh, being humble, but you're the only guy I know in the survival business actually says, call me, I'll talk to you without charge, I'll assess where you're at by talking to you and make recommendations free of charge. I really do have people call me and go, you really do do that, you know? Like, is this really you? It's like, well, no, I'm not lying on the radio guy, I'm not going to do that. I really will talk to you. Um, But if you want to talk to me, 800-627-3809, readymaderesources.com. Um, we'll work with you any way we can on the on big ticket items. We do have financing, so you can finance it over time because it's, some people can't afford one big payment for a night vision, but they can do it over 24 months or so, and you can get your night vision that way. Um, you know, just all kinds of tips and tricks to use when you're doing radio, so you can maintain a, a more secure posture. Uh, but I just think right now, Sanibel Island is a great thing. If you had night vision there, you could provide you could provide uh, uh, security for a whole community. I have one of my best friends, um, he has an MVG, and he was going to be deployed there as full Department of Law Enforcement. And, you know, that nod, he goes, I'm so glad I have that thing, you know, because they're going to be down there where it could be dark, and they're going to have to go out and secure areas. And that, that night vision will not only protect him, but it's going to protect all his teammates and also make the whole environment he's in more secure. Uh, same thing with radio. One guy with a radio can do all kinds of good. So uh, that that's where it's at, and I just, again get ready so yeah you know and people just don't want to listen and i'm telling you we're going to come down to one of three possibilities and we don't have time to get into it but we're going to be at nuclear war uh for the ultimate distraction or we're going to be in civil war because pelosi will make good on her promise not to leave office or we'll be in both and yeah, ladies and gentlemen three. you need to be prepared bob is 100 percent correct uh, again, Bob, you can reach him at readymaderesources.com. They've got his products right there. And you can also call him from the number on the screen. Bob, thanks so much for joining us. We're out of time. I know you got to scoot. Thanks for being generous with us. And God we'll bless. Up and God bless later. America. I'm praying for my country, Dave. I'm praying that level heads would, would prevail. Absolutely. That's what I'm praying for. I don't want to see this violence. Absolutely. So, okay, thanks, Bob. God bless. Thank you.